0: Hey there. Are you a spiritual seeker looking for the perfect way to blend your physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental health and well-being practices? Maybe you already have an interest in yoga or astrology or want to learn more about yoga's sister science, Jyotish, or Vedic astrology? Well then, I'm super glad you're here, and I'd like to extend you a very warm welcome to the Yogi Scopes podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Holbrook. I'm a yoga teacher And a vedic sidereal astrologer meaning i use the sidereal zodiac so some of the signs might be different from what you're used to to get a free copy of your sidereal birth chart please visit my website yogiscopes.com chart now let's get started i'm glad you're here hey there and welcome to your yogi scope for all things jupiter really in 2022 and 2023 so I thought this episode would be a good idea because Jupiter is going direct next week on November 23rd, 2022. It's the day before Thanksgiving if you're in the U.S. It's also the day before a new moon in Scorpio that's happening on Thanksgiving Day for us in the U.S. that have that as a holiday. So... Next week, we'll be back to talking all things Scorpio. So last week on the sort of November outlook, I talked about Scorpio and what that represents. So we have Venus moving there. The sun moves there this week. So you can tune back into last week's episode to hear more about Scorpio and what that might represent, what might be going on with all of this Scorpio energy. And just know that also next week, we'll, we'll be talking about the new moon in Scorpio and how to work more directly with that. But right now... I wanted to talk about Jupiter because I'm also working on the 2023 Yogi Scopes planner, which is basically this planner I make with all of the dates astrologically for the year. Also including, it's not just a calendar of dates. It also has interpretations for what those energies are going to be like, um, I even reference back to those when I do the monthly outlook, I have referenced back to like my overall interpretation of everything happening for the month. And then it includes spaces for like monthly goal setting and, um, just checking in, staying on track with our overall year goals and how we're going to leverage those influences at play in tune with our goal setting. So we'll be That will go live to the members very soon, actually, after our birth chart basics. We'll get that out of the way. Birth chart basics workshop this Sunday, November 20th, free for current members. If you're on the wait list for the membership, you will get an early access link to sign up for the membership so that you can come to the workshop free. Or if you're not interested in membership at this time and you want to come to the birth chart basics workshop, you can certainly sign up for that. Um, you go to yogiscopes.com slash classes and click the workshops tab. And I will also link it in the show notes. As always, if you want to come learn more about your birth chart and how to interpret more about this stuff that I talk about on the podcast for yourself, if you want to understand how to do it, that's what that workshop will be good for. Workshops are always free to members. But anyway, I'm also working on the planner for next year because it's going to go live for members before it's live for the public for our 2023 yoga and astrology planning party on, um, that's in December, worry about it's on December 18th. It will also be free to members. It's also open for dropping right now, but I've been working on that planner and I was noticing that next year is going to be an interesting year for Jupiter things. Um, and so I'm going to, we're going to get into that this episode. We're also going to talk about what right now in the here and now what Jupiter going direct probably means for the remainder of the year with a little bit of foreshadowing into next year. So first of all, let's talk about what Jupiter represents. Jupiter in Sanskrit is guru, which means guru from dark to light is what it means in Sanskrit. So it also, you might know a guru is like a teacher or, you know, even though gurus have their kind of problematic, um, The way they're showing up in the US, at least we see they're a little bit problematic these days. Gurus, I'll spare you my opinion about that right this second. But um, yeah, a guru is a teacher. It's a person that takes you from your own darkness or your own dark night of the soul into the light, right? And I'll go ahead and give you my opinion. So my opinion is that these gurus that we put on a pedestal, they're just people too. And anybody can be your guru, you know? people that you are in your class you know like me as a yoga teacher my students are often my teachers too right like I am much more less of a hierarchical model the way I view teachers personally but nonetheless the ideal of a guru being this enlightened being that brings you into the light um pervades and that's that's where it comes from but that's what Jupiter represents is the guru that takes you from dark to light and just in my opinion it can be Anybody, right? Like we can learn from from everybody. And so, some keywords related to what Jupiter represents are things like abundance, your aspirations, your belief system. It can also, wherever Jupiter goes in your chart, it can bring expansiveness to even excess um, and extravagance. But it can also bring generosity and immense, like self improvement and growth. This this tendency towards being a spiritual seeker. And then of course it has connections to travel and teachers, like I was mentioning your spiritual teachers, which my opinion, we can learn spiritually from lots of folks. It doesn't have to just be this guru up on a pedestal, but that's the tradition anyway. So Jupiter has been in Pisces since April of this year of 2022. It moved there sometime in April I don't remember the date. It doesn't matter. Um, and it, so Jupiter rules over Pisces. It's been there since April of this year. It will move into Aries April of next year. So Jupiter stays in a sign for about a year, almost exactly. And so it takes it almost exactly 12 years to move through all the signs. It also retrogrades for about five to six months out of the year every year. And so next year I also, so we'll talk more about what's going on next year, but thank goodness Jupiter retrograde next year is not over. So there's a Venus retrograde next year. And we'll talk more about that too. Venus retrograde only happens every year and a half. So it's a little less common. So we'll talk more about that in the 2023 planning party, Venus retrograde, what that means. But thank goodness when I was looking at the calendar. Um, today and and mapping out all this stuff for next year I was like, "Oh my god, Venus retrograde like that's going to be kind of hard." And thank goodness, the day Venus goes direct, the very next day is when Jupiter begins its retrograde next year. So, thankfully the two are not overlapping. We'll get a little bit of a it won't be quite so intense. Anyway, Jupiter goes retrograde every year, so it's like a thing that happens. And when it happens, um We might feel a little bit more restricted. We might feel a little less optimistic or we might feel overly optimistic. So like I often say when we talk about retrogrades and things going direct, retrogrades don't mean things get worse necessarily. They could be, they could be that things get exponentially better. And then when they, the planet goes direct, things just kind of go back to normal, right? With whatever that planet represents. Um, But so basically it just makes the planet stronger. And so if you're experiencing ill effects related to that planet, those ill effects are going to get worse. If you're experiencing good things related to those planet, those planet, that planet, those good things are going to get better during the retrograde, or they're going to be even better. So with Jupiter retrograde, it might be that during that time you were like extremely overindulgent because Jupiter can represent our um, kind of indulgences. Or it might be that you were like, on the lookout for being overindulgent, so you were, like, restrictive. So that's just a couple of the ways it can play out. But basically, Jupiter being retrograde calls attention to your learning, your self-improvement, your relationships to your teachers. Um, So it might be that you were more or less connected to your teachers than usual during Jupiter retrograde. Um, And it's also sometimes said that, like, going back to your teachers during the retrograde can help. It it can help ease the energy. And I kind of agree with that. Like just having somebody that can be a mirror for you, which is kind of the idea. In my opinion, it's not about this hierarchical, like the teacher knows something that you don't, they have some gift to bestow on you, which is kind of the whole Western paradigm. Like that's a very patriarchal paradigm and I don't necessarily think it's that the teacher has like some knowledge to to bestow on you it's just that the teacher a good teacher can act as a mirror to show you reflect back to you the kind of things that you might be working with so that you can step outside of yourself and just have that um, can be helpful right so while Jupiter's been retrograde it might be that you had an overwhelming sense of more abundance right which could lead to that overspending Or it might be that you felt like you were examining your relationship to abundance, to your belief system, right? Like that—that might have been an underlying undercurrent of energy between when Jupiter went retrograde until now, which I think was like in June, and I should have written this in my notes, but I didn't. It was sometime in the summertime. That's what's important because I think with these slower-moving transits, it's not as impactful. Um, It's not like you wake up in the day that it starts. And something feels really different. It might be, it might be that if you're paying enough attention that you notice the subtle shift, but if you're not paying that really close attention, you probably won't notice on that day. It'll just be like a slow creep, um, like the planet's movement is a slow creep. And so now Jupiter's going direct. So if you've been working on for the past several months, four or five months, If you've been working on your relationship to your teachers, your relationship to spirituality, self-improvement, abundance, that kind of stuff. It might be that when Jupiter goes direct next week on November 23rd, that you start to finally see some progress related to what you were working on. So here's the thing, though. If you weren't doing the work, you're not going to see the progress. So, I mean, you might like... It might be that you see a little progress, but I think overwhelmingly, if you're not, we keep getting shown the same lessons over and over again until we get it, right? Um, And so that will certainly be the case. That's certainly the case with any retrograde. And then when it goes direct, we might have a chance again in 12 years. So this is the thing with Jupiter too. Since it takes 12 years to go through a sign, you might think back to 12 years ago and think about what kind of lessons you were working through then. So from now like 2010 was the last time Jupiter was transiting through Pisces, right? Um so you might think back to 2010 into 2011 to see what kind of stuff was going well then versus not, like what kind of turning points were you at? Is there anything that you want to like bring up or leave behind from that point in your life? Just something to think about. So as Jupiter goes direct, it will retraverse through the Aries area of Pisces that it retrograded through, um, and then finish moving through Pisces through the rest of the year and into next April when it moves into Aries. So um it might be kind of a time between now and April, between now and the time when Jupiter moves into Aries to like take action on your dreams because Pisces. This is the thing. Jupiter and I just was telling you everything about what Jupiter represents. Well, Pisces is ruled by Jupiter. So in that nature, it has some Jupiterian qualities. It has to do with like dreams and expansiveness and that kind of thing. Um, And so that's where Jupiter and Pisces can bring this even more sense of overindulgence, um, being idealistic, like working towards your big life goals. Which can, on the shadow side, bring this notion of overindulgence. So, that is to say that for the rest of the year, as Jupiter moves back through Pisces, it's a good time to examine your relationship to your big dreams in life. How are you leveraging the help of teachers and, like, seeking spirituality to help you get there? Um, And then let's talk about, so because Jupiter also represents luck to some degree... And abundance and like that kind of thing. Jupiter, after when it leaves Pisces, where does it go next? To the next sign in the zodiac, which is Aries. And what do we know about Aries? We are just now coming off an eclipse season, but on the Aries and Libra axis. And so that's important. That's why I was like should I bring this up now? Because this is stuff that's happening like six months from now. Do people probably care? Like I usually tend to want to stay focused with this podcast and things that are more current, but partly because I'm doing the planning for next year, but also because I was like, oh, this is important. I often tell people at eclipses, I'm like, think back six months ago, what were you working through then? Well, now is the time for the next set of eclipses Like, what was the major, what were the major downloads you were having during this eclipse? Like, what are you trying to set into motion? So, like, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, um, I was telling you, don't like act on any crazy ideas during the eclipse period. Now we're moving out of it. So, it's okay if you want to start putting some of those ideas into action. But the idea during eclipses, you might have some like, crazy ideas and crazy ideas are the best ideas that's how we make big dreams come true right is following those nudges of those crazy ideas but we want to do it in a calculated and smart way not in like a crazy way right so that's the idea with you're going to kind of put that into action now as jupiter moves the rest of the way through pisces and into aries because when it it will move into aries and so it will be there during the next set of eclipses which will be in aries and libra again And so the reason that's important is because Jupiter can just expand the energy. Wherever Jupiter goes, it expands the energy. So it's bringing up this quote that I did not Google who said, but it wasn't me. Um, But I'm sure you've heard it before that luck is where preparation meets opportunity. So now is the time where whatever downloads you had during the eclipse, the eclipses, the eclipse season the last few weeks, you're gonna start putting into action those big dreams. What are what are your big crazy dream ideas? Start. What? How can you start laying the groundwork now so that when we have our next set of eclipses in Aries and Libra, with Jupiter there and Mercury will be retrograding there during the eclipses six months from now, how can you make that preparation meet the opportunity? So that's the thing. With um, Rahu will be. In Aries still then and through this time next year. It's actually October 30th of next year when Rahu and K2 move out of Aries and Libra. So we'll continue to be working with this stuff. Whatever the eclipses kind of brought up for you, we'll continue to be working with that stuff for a whole year from now. And so the next set of eclipses, Jupiter will be there in Aries, and so will a retrograding Mercury and some other stuff, but We'll talk about that more when we get there. What's important right now is that if you think about whatever kind of downloads you had during this most recent set of eclipses, what kind of crazy ideas did you have? How can you start laying the groundwork of those crazy ideas so that when we have our next set of eclipses, you'll be prepared and you can kind of set yourself up for success for a stroke of luck if it should come. Right, like this whole idea that it takes ten years to be an overnight success, so you have six months. there might be some I would think this is just my somewhat educated opinion, which I guess is what y'all come here for right um is that during the eclipses next year, if you're ready for it, there might be some strokes of luck for you and so this is another quote I've heard that I also don't remember who said, but like everybody has bad luck and the only people that experience good luck are the ones that set them out, set themselves up for success. So I wanted to drive the point home that like the rest is while since Pisces represents things like dreams and that kind of stuff, meditation practice, among other things, spirituality and Jupiter rules Pisces, it being there as it moves, as it goes direct What kind of progress do you want to see in the direction of your dreams and how can you start laying the groundwork now to set yourself up for success six months from now? And so you might also look to where Aries and Pisces fall in your chart to see what areas might even be more impacted by this. But, um, if you know, I always encourage, I'm like, if you have, you know what you've been working on, you know, what area of success you want to see, trust your intuition um, yeah, so that's what I wanted to say about Jupiter for the next few months. So as always, your yoga practices and journal prompts related to kind of leverage this energy. First of all, I would encourage you to get on the waitlist for the membership and join the membership. If you want more of this kind of stuff, because in the membership, we'll be, we'll start having just bite size, like less than 10. We're aiming for like three to five minutes of lessons with also a written plan that you can go back to when you're like, what does Jupiter represent again? And you can just click on it in the membership and it'll be on your phone. You can access it from the web, whatever. Um, so that you can just have that as a reference anytime you need when you start studying your chart and that kind of thing. Um, and then, that, So that's coming in the membership, and then also the, the upcoming workshops are really going to help you with this, the 2023 planning workshop in December and the birth chart basics workshop. I put that before on purpose because I think if you go into the 2023 planning um, workshop having some background information about your birth chart and how a chart works, it will be more useful for you personally, although it's going to be useful for you personally even if you don't join the birth chart basics workshop and you can always catch the recording. If you're a member Um, or even if you are not a member and you sign up for drop in, you get the recording too. So journal prompts. Remember guru is guru. Jupiter. This is a Sanskrit word for Jupiter is all about abundance, our aspirations, our belief system. And so it's often helpful if your aspirations are rooted in your belief system, right? Like quit trying this kind of, One of my whole points in everything I do is quit trying to follow other people's roadmap, right? Learn your own birth chart so that you can root in your own truth and show up more authentically, right? And so just with that in mind, here are your journal prompts for as Jupiter moves direct in Pisces and retraverses through the ground it already retrograded through in Pisces. So one, what are my biggest dreams? And two, so this is the time for those crazy dreams. Like don't be, um, realistic in talking about your biggest dreams, but also don't be super attached to the, um, the what or the how, sorry. Like we want to talk more about when you're thinking about your biggest dreams, think about perhaps like, how do you want to serve the world kind of thing? Not like, oh, I want a mansion and a Ferrari. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe you do want a mansion and a Ferrari. That's Okay. But how do you want, like, what are your biggest dreams in terms of, like, impact, legacy, that kind of thing? Um, And how am I expanding in the direction of those dreams? Like, right now? All right, if the answer is that you're not, that's good information, too. Like, so just ask yourself, how how are you expanding in the direction of those dreams? Or if you're not currently expanding in the direction of those specific biggest dreams, how can you in a little small way? How do you want to expand in the direction of those dreams? And then three third question, what resources can I leverage to increase my luck? And remember, luck is not just a thing that people have. It's where preparation meets opportunity, right? Like luck is not just A stroke of good luck. Luck is where if you've laid the groundwork, when you have an opportunity, you're ready for it. So how can you right now lay the groundwork so that you can increase your luck? Uh, What resources do you have at your disposal? It could be teachers. It could be practices, whatever. Um, And then yoga practices for this, I would encourage sticking close to a teacher that matches um, who you want to be and how you want to show up. It could be several people. Like that's, Kind of what I was getting at in the beginning, I'm like, there, there's this patriarchal model where lineage is everything and your guru, it's like a very like father lineage thing. Um, and I just think we can learn a little bit from everybody. So if you, you know, you have a mentor related to a specific thing, right? And you have multiple mentors, that's fine. I think I am an unpopular, that's an unpopular opinion in the yoga world, but that's an opinion that I hold. Because I learn from a lot of people about a lot of different things personally. And it works well for me. And I'm, anyway. Um, and then also another way to connect to Jupiter is to drink golden milk. It's a great time of year to have a golden milk latte. Um, yeah, like, or, you know, you can go to a coffee shop and get golden milk lattes. Like just anywhere now. At least in Asheville you can. Um, and then also meditate. So to meditate to, you know, it's always good to meditate. But now if you do kind of, like, transcendental meditation, meditating on, like, your biggest dreams, be a little unpractical. Like, get in touch with, or dream journal also is a good, like, so, so when I was talking about dreams before, I was talking about your, like, big life dreams. But getting, while Jupiter is moving through Pisces, has a connection to, like, actual dreams. So that can be a good way to kind of sort through your subconscious is to dream journal and get in touch with your dreams, your, your psyche. Right. And so that also goes along with, we have all this Scorpio energy going on right now. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that makes sense. And I hope that over the next six months, you really leverage this, um, going from dark to light, right. And laying the groundwork for luck to happen to you. So good luck. Godspeed. And also remember to get on the waitlist for the membership if you want more of this kind of content and access to the 2023 planner and all kinds of other goodies and a wonderful community. Remember to always keep your feet on the ground, your head in the stars, and stay in the light. Until next time, friends.